0: Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to the Moments Podcast. This is actually part two of last week's episode where we talked about love and boys and relationships, situationships, being vulnerable, opening your heart, all that jazz. So if you didn't listen to last week's, I highly encourage you to do so. I actually really enjoyed recording that episode and think that it has a lot of value and a lot of good points and hopefully some good advice to take away from. But yeah, this is part two, so we'll just jump right into it. All right. I've, I've recollected my thoughts. I really, really like this one because it really strongly applies to everything that I felt in the beginning of my relationship and I still feel now. Like what to do with the fear of someone leaving you or things ending horribly. In the beginning of the relationship, I want to say the first three months, If you would have asked me like, oh, what are you gonna do if he does this to you or if this ends badly, I would have been like, well, I'm gonna figure it out, I'm gonna take care of myself and I'm gonna pop my shit. You know, that's the kind of mindset I had. Like, I just didn't care. I'm like, if someone shows me who they are and things end badly, I don't give an F. It is what it is. Uh, Now that I can confidently say I love someone with my whole being, like unconditionally, uh, I constantly have this fear of, what if things go badly and, and what if something goes wrong and what if I lose everything that we've built or I have to start over and obviously these are like really big heavy conversations to to think about when I'm in a seven month relationship it's not like I'm talking four years here five years but still I, I do think our, our relationship is super elevated and I could 100% see myself marrying him and would love to do so um I get so giddy when I say that. Like, it's just, we talk about it all the time. Is that a bad thing? I don't know. Point is, I have I always, I worry. Like, I'm like, I don't know what I would do myself. I would be heartbroken. I would, I would deal with my breakup horribly. Um, But it is like a subconscious constant fear. And I'm still to this day working on letting go of it. And I think that the the tip that has helped me the most with it is just knowing that there is nothing I can, can do right now to control the future, except be in the moment in my relationship if i am constantly worried about the future of our relationship i'm going to miss the current moment that we get to be together and that we are together and that we are so happy and so in love and so healthy why would i waste my time thinking about what's going to happen if we're ever not like that because like wasting our time thinking about what ifs is ridiculous and, and we should not do that to ourselves ever this applies to everything in our lives okay be here Be now. Soak in the moment and just let it all be, okay? Let it all be as it is. You can't control the future. All you can do is control. You can't even control the now. You only have so much control. You can control your mindset. So just enjoy where you're at, okay? Enjoy this exact moment with the person that you love or the person that you're with. And if the time ever does come, you'll figure things out then just like you always do, you know? That's that's how I feel about it. Just be here, okay? The next one I also feel really heavily. Like this is this is a big one. How do you balance your time and your space and your energy? This goes back to how in the beginning of Gabe and I's relationship, I would ask myself if it was worth it, okay? I live on my own. I have I create my work schedule. It's not I don't go into an office from this hour to this hour and have this lunch break and this time off. That is not how my job works, and I'm I'm grateful that it's not. I think it's really cool creating my own schedule and being my own boss. That being said, it it does give me more freedom to lose track of my work and my schedule and just lose track of all of my things. Like I have always struggled with my schedule in the first place when there was no one else incorporated into my life. Like my my life was stable. I had my best friend and my family. Those were really the only people I had to make time for. You know, my grandparents, yeah. My long distance friends, yeah. But that's all pretty simple and seamless and through the phone. Um, But the only people I really made time for in my day-to-day was, again, my best friend and my family. So having someone new enter at such a fast, serious pace where we're talking like sharing a space together, a lot of the time, at most hours of the day, was freaking terrifying and i would go like i said back and forth the first couple months i'm like am i really ready to give up all of this like time and space for someone else because obviously when i'm gonna love someone when i'm gonna be with someone when i'm gonna commit to someone i'm going to do it right and i'm going to love hard and emotionally just like take on a whole other person's emotions because i feel things so deeply point here is i i learned that it just took time and like in the beginning it felt like I was losing all of this time and I was giving up so much of this time for someone else uh but the longer we've been together the more I've been able to one like make time for work even when we're together It, it went from less of being this like new fun fresh relationship where every moment we were hanging out was like we were on a date and in that time like you you don't go on your phone you don't like open a book you don't open your computer and answer an email or even text someone back like that's when you're so fully focused on one another but we were spending so much time together that I was just like dude my my work is on my phone like my whole career is on there like I gotta check in and do things and I'm really just going off the rails here right now point is I I've gotten to a point where I can work with him and I have found a way to like coexist my work and my relationship and my me time and not perfectly yet like I still am am trying to find the time to work out again or volunteer again um and be able to do those things with him and without him and still be myself completely as a person but I've also opened up to him a lot more about like why I need this space and time and why There're certain things I need to do alone and certain things I can do with him. And I think a whole other layer to that is that my life is my job and my job is my life and like I'm filming a lot of the time which I know it sounds silly, but like it does affect a relationship. I'm not going to let my relationship be interrupted by my work at all times. So figuring out that balance was it was a big 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 Tough thing to figure out, but we're doing it slowly, but surely and and obviously this specific situation might not apply to your situation But I hope you can just take away that what I'm saying is just give it time and again openly communicate a lot of these have like the same two answers give it time and speak your mind and, and Communicate what you want and what you need and the right person will be willing to listen that being said sometimes like it's so fun new and fresh that you don't want to like talk about those things you don't want to give up your time together and and that was was a hard one for me like i i want to just play all day and like have fun all day and hang out all day and all night and never do my work but i had to kind of give myself some self-discipline like this is yes one of your this is basically your best friend now and you are with them all the time but work is still a priority and like you got to be doing things for yourself and taking care of yourself and i really just loved rambling about that one you just need to give it the space to blossom properly and as long as you're prioritizing the right things you will find a way to coexist your me time with your work time with your loved one's time with your boyfriend time it just comes with time and experience okay next one hi you guys quick little intermission i have told you guys about quince before and i'm excited to do so again we all love luxury nice products but a lot of the times our wallets don't agree or at least i know for a fact that mine doesn't but quince has been my go-to place for like luxury essentials that essentials that are in my price range that i can actually afford they have timeless classics that are never going to go out of style that you can keep in your closet forever they have Things like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for 50 bucks. You really can't find that anywhere. Washable silk tops and dresses and flattering pants and just the staples I think everyone should have in their closet. My cashmere sweater is like the most comfortable thing that I own and I never want to take it off and I sleep with it, wear it. It's amazing and it is great quality and I can just tell that it's going to be something that I could potentially pass down to my kids. Who knows? But what's super cool is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than other similar brands. They work directly with top factories and they cut the cost of the middleman and then that makes you know more savings for us. It's awesome. They also only work with factories that are safe and ethical and have responsible manufacturing practices. So go get affordable luxury with Quince. Go to quince.com slash moments for free shipping on your order and a 365 day returns. So that's Q-U-I nce dot com slash moments to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash moments. Back to the pod. I'm gonna try to pick up the speed here. Allowing yourself to be loved. Um this one's hard. It's really hard. I on the same note that I'm super independent, I also have built up a really strong castle around myself. And by that I mean my walls are very Guarded and they're high and and I'm an open book about most things. Like I can get very emotionally deep with people quickly, but there are still certain things about myself that I am extremely insecure about, and I have just found a way to block out from myself. Like when you open your heart and you let someone in, it opens this whole new can of worms that you are now forced to reevaluate the things that you were blocking from yourself. Like when I have. Breakdowns or I go through things I isolate um, And now having someone in my life who I don't really want to isolate from and I want to be there for me through these like moments and dark places I have had to get real with even myself about who I am as a person when I'm in a dark place because I'm showing it to someone else I can't run from it or hide from it anymore and It's just Weird It's really really weird finding someone who loves the things about you that you hate, that you block out, that you run from. And it's a beautiful thing because it eventually allows for space to love yourself more. But I think that at first it makes you hate yourself a little bit more because you're forced to face the things that you've blocked out. So it, it, it creates this like, I don't know, just whole new level of insecurity because you're you're resurfacing what you've tucked so far down into you because you've built your walls so high. And now someone has come in and, and taken down those walls, and you have to see everything that you put down on the bottom, it's back at the surface. And you at first are probably gonna hate it because you're human. But with time, someone someone nurtures that and they and they love it, and you learn that you can love it too. And I think that eventually True love helps you love yourself more. And I really do mean that. I'm still figuring it out. Like, there's still times where I just don't feel like I can be loved. Like, I just get really insecure about certain things, and it's all the self doubt and insecurity, and I'm working on turning it off, and I've been better at it. But, like, it, it comes down to just believing it. You deserve love, and the person that is with you. Should treat you like a princess and should love you. And if they're not doing that and they're not making you feel loved. You deserve better. You, you really do. I mean first have a conversation with it about it. Sometimes people and I actually want to touch on this. There are people who you have to explain things to. Like every once in a while Gabe and I will have these like we'll sit down and have a conversation. Like this is just an example. He gets a little bit jealous sometimes about random things the same way that I do. But we talk about like Hawaii, which was a huge chapter of my life. I went through so much in Hawaii, and it's a lot of like who I am today because of what I experienced when I was there. But whenever I talk about it, because he's a boy, he knows I talked to other boys when I was there. Every time I bring it up, he gets a little bit more quiet and reserved, and like less uh, engaged in in what I'm talking about. And I didn't like that. It made me upset because I'm like, listen, I'm telling you all these things because I want you to be a part of them. I want you to feel like you were there, not eh, eh, because I don't want you to be jealous of like my past. I want you to be a part of it and really understand it, you know, because it's part of why I'm me. And he didn't even real like, he didn't even think like that or about that. And it was never with like bad intention. It was with like the most pure intention, honestly, like he just had to. Again, let me take this back. I had to to clearly communicate because if I didn't, how would he know like how to respond? How would he know that me constantly talking about the time that I had like living in Hawaii on an island with all my friends and all these boys like how would he see that as just like my boyfriend as me trying to include him in my past? You know, like those are the conversations that you have to have um and i don't even know how i got onto that train of thought but like the point there is that you have to sometimes explain things to people and then if they listen that says a lot about them and if they don't that says even more about them like you really learn who a person is when you when you clearly ask them like hey can you not do this if they stop doing it good great like that that that's someone who's willing to listen and fix things like together they do the opposite says everything you need to know they don't want to listen to you They don't want to grow together or evolve together, yada, yada, yada. How the heck did we get this from allowing yourself to be loved to that? Wish I could tell you can't connect the dots we're moving on to the next one before i drive myself crazy you guys i'm so excited to tell you about this um did you know which i have recently just learned that normal bed sheets they hold more bacteria than a freaking toilet seat they can lead to acne and allergies and stuffy noses and it's just gross and i've been struggling with all of those things which is how i found miracle made they offer a line of self-cleaning eco-friendly bedding such as sheets pillowcases and comforters that present 99 percent of bacteria and require three times less laundry It has self-cooling properties for better quality sleep. It has self-cleaning and it is so soft and comfortable and it is what I'm going to put in all of the new beds in Mango because it is amazing and it was inspired by NASA because the fabrics are silver infused and it's designed to keep you the perfect temperature all night long, which factors so much into your sleep. And I have actually never loved sheets more than this. They are so comfortable, um, especially if you're someone struggling with your skin or just whatever the issue may be, try it, please, please, please. So go to try miracle.com moments and to try miracle made sheets today. And whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift or a loved one, if you order today, you'll save over 40% off. And if you Use code moments, you'll get three free towels and save an extra twenty percent. That's a freaking deal! So upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to mir, go to try Miracle. Sorry, I can't speak. TryMiracle dot moments and use the code moments to claim your free three piece towel set and save over forty percent off. You're gonna love it, I swear. How to not be scared of hanging out with someone alone? We touched on this a little bit in the beginning. I think that there's no way to avoid the fear. I think that you're going to be scared. You're going to be really effing scared and you're gonna to wanna to shit your pants, but you just have to like head on face the fear. You guys, if you follow me on TikTok, you probably saw my get ready with me for a first date. For some reason it blew up, but I was losing my mind, anxious and stressed and like sick to my stomach about going on this date. I mean, hands shaking, palms sweating, freaking out that fear has been like something that i've had a problem with forever and and like i said not just in relationships in friendships like being alone with someone is hard for me 10 million times harder when it's someone who could potentially be a romantic partner and i think a lot of this stemmed from like my fears of intimacy and just my fears of having real conversations with someone like i just would always fear that the conversation would just die out which it never does i'm always nervous for no reason but the fear is not gonna go away. I, I still feel this fear when I'm meeting new friends or meeting new people. But you just have to face the fear, like you have to run into it and and deal with it. And it, it's in a tough love kind of way. Like our feelings are all valid. My social anxiety is so valid. But how do I ever expect myself to get over it if I don't just fucking face it? I have to just do it. And it, and that's really my biggest piece of advice when it comes to this. Like. I'm not gonna say get over it because you're not gonna get over it, but just do it. Do it even if it scares you. Do it because it scares you. And I think that you'll see that it's worth it. And if it's not, it's not. But either way, you learned a lesson lesson, or you met a blessing, whatever it may be, it was valuable. And I think that the more you do it, the less scared you'll be of it. You know? I mean, even in the first couple months of Gabe and I having an official label on our relationship, I was still nervous to hang out with him and there's still certain times where like he does make me nervous and I think that that's good. I think butterflies are good and healthy and I'm 100% comfortable with him but I can still get butterflies and I can still feel nerves and the two can coexist. So just just do it, okay? Just face it. Next one is how to not chase. Um in a pretty simple way, I would say like Put all your, all your time and your energy goes into you, okay? If you want to have someone fun to talk to and chat with and text with, that's okay. I've always had that. Like, there, I honestly can't think of a time in my life where I wasn't, I don't want to say talking to someone, but having someone I was consistently texting, whether that was a boy, it's always Lisette. Like, Lisette is someone that I, I text constantly. Point here is, I think that that's fine. I think that that's not going to stop you, and that's not a form of chasing. I think that... If you're pouring into yourself, your hobbies, your passions, emphasis on your things that you like to do and and focusing on who you want to be and and slowly working on becoming that version of yourself, I think that that's your way of putting into the universe that you are not chasing anything, that you are simply being a magnet for anything that is attracted towards you. And when you're focused on these things, your purposes, your passions, the people who align with that are going to naturally come into your life. Where you lose that is when you are focused on other people's purposes, other people's passions. When you be someone to get the attention of someone else, that's, that's chasing. That's where you're going to lose yourself in the mix of it all. And the most important thing when it comes to getting into a serious relationship or finding true love is that you are yourself. Nothing is going to last if you are a fake version of yourself who is simply living to please someone else. That's where things get messy and that's where things get unhealthy and you have to also just swallow the pill that you can really, really, really like someone a lot and and think that they're great and want to spend the rest of your life with them but if you have had to change who you are to be with them, you have to swallow the pill and know that this isn't going to be your forever person. You are not going to be happy with this person. And again, I think this is something that you feel in your gut. You know, which honestly leads into the next one. Like someone asked, do you believe in when you know, you know. Uh, now that I know, now that I've felt, yes, I do. I, I I don't think like, oh my God, the day that I met Gabe, I knew I was going to marry him. No, I I. I can say now yes confidently that I would marry him, and I want to, and I could see a very long-term future with us. But what I mean when I'm talking about this feeling, the one you know you know feeling, I think it's love. I think that's what it is. Like I think you, you know when you love someone. And I've tried many times in my journal to articulate what love feels like, and I simply can't do it. It, it feels like this overpowering, comfort but it's terrifying but you just want to give your everything to someone and you just want to hold them tight and be there for them and you feel that reciprocated true love is where it's reciprocated and if it feels one-sided on either way i think you know that that's not it um but yes i absolutely believe in when you know you know and there's no way to further explain it unless you've experienced the when you know you know right Uh, The last one I wrote down and the last one I'll answer before I just throw out some other random tips and tricks and pieces of advice is bringing up hard conversations and I think that we have touched on that many times in this episode so far or in part one but you just gotta bite the bullet and do it. A lot of these things come down to the same answers and it's just facing your fears giving things time and speaking your mind and communicating um start it slow okay ease into hard conversations this is something that Gabe and I have always done like if one of us is feeling something we will ease into it like we'll bring up the general idea of what we want to get deep about and then slowly like deeper dive into the harder parts of the conversation and you can't make a hard conversation easy. There's there's no way around it. It's going to be hard. And, and that's what's beautiful about it. And I think that that's what makes a relationship stronger. And that's what helps it grow. Is the hard conversations. And the real things that you got to talk about. And decide together. And work through together. Um, you know. It's never going to be easy. So I, I guess that's really my only answer for that. Is to just go for it. Um uh, Last thing I really want to say before I I end this is just that you are a one of a kind human being and you are so much more beautiful and kind and amazing than you think because I know that none of us view ourselves the way that other people view us. A lot of us are really hard on ourselves and it's true that we're all our own worst enemy. But I just want you to know that you deserve the world. And if you have ever or are dealing with someone who doesn't make you feel loved or cherished, I want you to walk away from it. And I want you to know that there is someone out there who is going to treat you like a princess, who is going to take care of you. And I know that sometimes it can be really scared to leave things That are comfortable, even if you've gotten used to being treated poorly or not listened to, you you deserve to walk away from that. Even if you don't know what the outcome is gonna be, even if you have a fear that you'll never find someone again. I can promise you that you will, and you'll find the right person who is going to truly cherish you. That person is out there, and you will find it. And I just I wanted to give you that little bit of hope and just comfort and just remind you that you deserve the world and to just evaluate your worth and know that this this goes a lot out to my my younger listeners I've I've been in high school I've been in middle school that's where the guys are trashy okay most of the time you're not going to find a man in high school and I can I can promise you that which is another reason I think it's very important to stay single in high school college as long as you can really because men don't develop until they're like 25 and even then I talked to a 27 year old who had the same intentions of a high schooler. Point is, <laughs> a lot of guys aren't going to know your... What was the point, actually? I don't know. A lot of guys aren't going to know your worth, okay? And you you need to, okay? And you just got to know that, that there's a good guy out there and they're going to take care of you and hold you and hug you and I just don't know where I was going with that. But I really love you guys and I really appreciate you and if you took anything away from this... I hope it was valuable and I hope that you now understand that you deserve to be in a relationship that feels safe and it feels comfortable and you feel loved and you feel like you are giving your love and you can have hard conversations and I just want you to know it's out there and it's possible and it's going to happen and oh, I know where I was going with this. I remember now. If you're younger and you're dealing with a guy who is just trying to snapchat you, or get you to send gross pictures, because I, I actually got, I was really upset to see that I got a lot of sticker answers that are like this, like, oh, guys at my school just want to like rate us, and rate our nudes, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm disgusted, but I'm not surprised, this is something like, in, when I was in middle school, we had hot or not pages, or smash or pass pages, and we had literally like, Would ask people if they would bang us or not. In middle school, like what the heck? Younger kids sexualize things a lot more than they should. And I think that's very unfortunate. But if you aren't someone in high school, don't send the nudes, okay? You deserve so much more than that. You're so much stronger than that. And just don't do it, okay? Those aren't the boys you want to be around. Give yourself time to grow. Give them time to grow. And the right ones will find you. I just, I want you to know that there's, there's bad guys out there and and you, you don't need them, right? Okay. Closing out here. I love you guys and I appreciate you and I will talk to you next Monday. You're awesome. Amazing. And yeah, if you want to know more about this or my relationship or whatever it is, I'd be happy to do another one of these. I love you. We'll talk soon. Okay.